Whether or not you win this thing, you've got to decide how you're going to walk out of here when it's all said and done. Because the game is going to go on. And there's only one rule you're going to need to know about. There are no second chances. There's only this moment and the next moment. Every one of those moments is a test that you get to take one time and only one time. So if you see an opening, tear into it. If you get a shot at victory, make sure you take it. Seize that moment. That moment is a crossroads where everything you want will collide with everything standing in your way. You've got momentum at your back. Fear and doubt are thundering like a freight train straight at you. And all you got, the only difference between making history and being history, the only thing, the only thing you can count on in any given moment is you. It's you versus them. You versus no. You versus can't. You versus next year, last year, statistics, excuses. You versus history. You versus the odds. It's you versus second place. Clock is ticking. Let's see what you've got. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. Eight minutes past the hour. Hello, how you doing? It is the Rick and Bubba Show, and it is the kickoff hour. We are the three goodens that'll get you until uh, an hour from now when Rick and Bubba join us. For those of you tuning in on YouTube, which I've got to... We've got to discuss uh, who just sent me a text about who's watching on YouTube. Very funny. Uh, so good morning, Gary Vines. Uh, didn't think you'd say I'd say that. Uh, Eddie Van Adler, he's got YouTube live in HD. Sorry what you're seeing there in HD. Uh, we have got a slew of things to discuss. It is a Friday, and we are like, yeah, the weekend's coming. We'll get you there. Don't you go anywhere. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. Let's bring him in over my left. There's Mr. Greg Burgess right in front of me. It's Helmsy. What's up, boys? Gentlemen. So I get a text, and he says, hey, I'm watching y'all on YouTube before I go fishing. Y'all pretty. Yeah. <laughs> One Gary Vines. Boy, he'll fish. What's up, Gary? I've never. He's never texted and said, hey, I'm watching y'all. I'm about to go to work. It's always I'm turkey hunting, fishing, uh-huh. right. deer hunting, well, whatever the season may bring. Yeah. He's uh He never says, Hey, I'm going to get on that dozer. Just thought I'd look in on y'all. <laughs> hey, I gotta make some turkey calls. Hard at it today. You never hear those I know. things. He normally blames blames it on the weather. Hey, you know, it's he been raining too much. Gary, I it, buddy, the weather's pretty good to get some work done today. Maybe that's what he's doing. He's gonna go fishing early and then work the rest yeah, of the yeah. That's it. Some of gonna that's catch it. a fish. Yeah. Look for his post later. There'll be a three or four pounder. Mm-hmm. Right there, him holding. Speaking of weather, um, you know, in the southeast, you, you can just be just tooling along, and all of a sudden, a little severe thunderstorm come popping through. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and yesterday was one of those afternoons where, ever. if you were in the southeast, you could have been 
you could have been in something that you thought, well, I mean, is could things end right now? And then five miles away, it's fine. It's just it was these little bitty cells. Little and, pockets. And we were doing bitty. some Marco Polo in yesterday, which is uh, Snapchat for adults. And, um, and we'll do that. We'll all raise on each other a little bit. But you were coming back from Auburn. Yeah. Uh, you were playing tennis, and you got in some – I mean, it sounded like – it sounded like – I mean – Hey, it gracious, was, it was beating on the car so bad. I, was, I said, is that hail or it, rain? Well, at one moment, hey. at one moment, there was a little bit of hail. Not enough to do damage and not enough to be significant. Mm-hmm. But I thought, my gosh, that's hell. Yeah. Like, that's, I mean, it is, it's coming down. What the right? hell? But, I knew, now, I knew Greg, it. I didn't. I, I mean, knew you, it. it. I knew it. Same. <laughs> I, uh. So much lightning, which I love watching lightning. Okay. Love it, love it, well, love you it. You got it yesterday. I did. And uh, a lot of thunder. Couldn't hear it as much because I had the the PGA Championship blasting in the car. Yeah. Um, Tiger needs to play better today. My goodness, it rained and it lightened for, I don't know, a good 30 minutes. It was rough. And I said this in the Marco Polo. I wish my windshield wipers were better. Mm-hmm. That the car that I'm in, I drive maybe no exaggeration. I drive less than ten miles a day, with the exception of things like this. Yeah, and so when I go to my house, it's two and a half, three miles from here. I don't think about windshield wipers mm-hmm. when I take the kids to one of their deals three miles down. I don't think because I think, well, I can just get through it. Mm-hmm. The, there's no amount of rain that's going to bother me in this three minutes. Right. But then I put myself in that kind of situation yesterday, and I think, wow, I wish my wipers were better. Because it was coming down, mm-hmm. and I had a long way to go through it. Greg, yeah, you deal tough. with this all the time. You're right, and you don't think about it until you it's yeah. happening. And you they know, always you know, ask I meant me to do that. You get the you get the oil change, the, the little, little, little tune up. <laughs> hey, hey, I noticed you your wipers there. They're, those and are you not go, in good shape. Nah. I'm like, don't worry about the wipers. <laughs> no, Signs out. Fine. Bigger issues than wipers. Let's just not deal with those. <laughs> Yesterday, I wish they would have dealt with those. Yeah, because yeah. it was tough. Yeah, windshield, good windshield wipers. Uh, it'll change things. You know, I you know you know when it's. I never really pull over for for rain. Okay, I don't. I'm not that guy. I just kind of must. I try it. to work through this. I, did, I, I have pulled it over. Too. You it's have rare, very rare. But this is how bad it was yesterday. There were people pulled over. Oh because yeah, of oh, how yeah. hard yeah. it was raining. So and, and and if you looked on the radar, they were just really small pockets yeah. and looked like somebody threw paint on the wall. Yep. That's just what it looked like coming through the south. I days. drove right through that paint. <clears throat> yeah. You did. Let me just tell you, you did. So, um, and speaking gay. of that, the reason why you're down at Auburn is you're in an over forty tennis league. I am over and forty. I'm there, and so and you got a group uh, of guys, and y'all got a team. Yep. And you're going down, and you're playing. It's the first time I've done this, in probably gosh, it's been seven, eight years when I've actually been on a team mm-hmm. and gone somewhere. I've been on teams, but never, I never really go to state with them. Yeah. I always say, hey guys, I'll play locally, but I can't go to state. Yeah. And so I, I told him this time, I said, you know what? Why not? I'm, I'm in. in. Let's I'm in. do this. Don't you love Greg, him and Marco Polo, and, and just talk, he's talking himself through this on, oh, yeah. on how he can get through yeah. it. Um, it's all about preparation. Y'all yesterday was day one, and I think it goes to Sunday. It goes to Sunday. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll probably, back and forth, I back probably and forth. will not be able to walk on Monday, I'll, or I'll have a cane, one of the two. Yeah. But uh, but did play singles yesterday. Body feels good today. Okay. So, I've got to play singles again. I don't think that's today, though. I think I'll just play doubles today, and then sing. Then I'll have two matches on Saturday and two on Sunday. Do you do you find that in the over forty league? You mentioned hey, you could play somebody that's sixty five. Yeah. See, or I'm somebody 40, that's your age. I'm forty one. So you're so just I'm a, over. I'm a commodity out there. I mean, like high, like 
okay. in demand. What, what is the and average this is why, age in This your is opinion. why, because a lot of 40-year-olds, 45-year-olds still play 18 and over. They think they still got it, and oh, some of yeah. them do. Okay. And so they'll play in those leagues, and I play in those leagues too. Mm. But this is not one of those leagues. This was a 40 and over league, and we got a bunch of young guys. Like, so you, so you when like I say little, young, for 40. Like, I mean, a we're a bunch of studs out there, 41 like little, and 45. and pup out there. And so now the guy I played yesterday pushed me around a little bit. Um, what do you think his age was? He was in his 40s too. Okay. Uh, he was probably mid-40s, um, in decent shape. And uh, plays a lot of tennis. Mm-hmm. Um, like Speedy. But it was a good match. We had a good time. And uh, are you, are you going to talk about your your um, your secret uh, pregame uh, snack? I well, thought that was pretty interesting. I, I got to tell you, this is this comes Pork from skin. this actually comes <laughs> from an audience listener. I mean, they sent me an uh, email one time, and they said that they they eat a uh, a salty chip right before them, like thirty or forty minutes before. <laughs> Why? The the match they said it makes them feel better and so salty, one, any so, particular so listen chip? listen to this listen to this so so one one this has been months and months ago they sent me this mm. I don't even remember their logic behind it mm. but I was on the way one time to a match and I had not eaten anything and I thought I will tell you what I'm gonna do I'll go get some chips that are very salty okay so I went with my favorite sweet heat barbecue that's a good chip yeah it is a very good chip and I had it like 30 minutes before match with some trail mix now you got to understand something Y'all. before before the like six hours before I will eat really good like I will eat a good meal that's good prep for a match so that's on my stomach okay <laughs> but pre-game are you listening to yeah, pre pre-game okay. like 30 40 minutes I go sweet heat chips and some trail mix, and I got to tell you, it works every time. I feel great sweet, out there. You talking about that health food sweet heat? And chip? I don't, I don't know if it's just a mental thing or whatever, but I'm telling you, it gets me through it. And I feel great. You're Marco out there. Polo of you tearing up those sweet heats and before I, you got out of that car. I do like sweet heat, and I have me a protein bar that I keep in my bag, so that probably about the second set, yeah, you start wearing down. I start chewing yeah. on it a little bit, yeah, during the match. Well, it's all about preparation, guys. You got to prep properly. He <laughs> was tearing up. I the put chips. myself in a very good situation yesterday to be successful, and it worked. You got to rebound today, though. Got to be just a I good do. day. I do. I all do. right, we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Two minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show's kickoff hour. Rick and Bubba join us after top of the hour. Um, you know, social media is just something else. There is a uh, story out today. A new study found that 99% of people on social media are using at least, at least four different social media sites a day. The top ones, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, WhatsApp, uh, Instagram, Reddit, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Those are the, those are your big dogs, and big dog. Those are the you know those on social media. Normally, those are the ones that that everybody's focusing on. Uh, but I love all these social media sensations and all these people that get My the likes goodness. and the views, and you just wonder, good gracious, their life changed. Man, you know? we gotta we gotta find something. 
I, I know. Didn't, I didn't realize. Uh, yeah, gum. I don't know if there's probably listeners of ours that know when I say grumpy cat who that is. But grumpy cat. I had never heard of grumpy cat. I won't be on the record. I wish I knew I, about grumpy cat. Well, yeah. grumpy cat well, has died. It went is, on in. It went on in. Grumpy cat went old. on in. Grumpy cat, they said she was born with like dwarfism, and it also made her have a strange underbite. And if you look at her picture, it's like she's frowning all the time. Hmm. Well, the owner <laughs> posted on Instagram one day, and everybody went crazy over uh, Grumpy Cat. Anyway, so the owner, she she quit her job. She was a waitress within days. Well, anyway, it inspired memes. They made books, Grumpy Cat, Guide to Life, even, I think, a movie, an internet movie, all this stuff. Grumpy Cat amassed over $100 million since 2012. <laughs> From 2012, had <laughs> 2.4 million um, followers on Instagram. And uh, has has amassed a hundred million dollars. One hundred. Because I have a cat. Think about that. Who guys. looks like it's frowning. And it is funny. I will say this. I wonder. But Grumpy Cat became an internet sensation. And, and I guess the the way they made that much money is they started getting the views, and then that got the attention of advertisers. Well, she said basically that she quit her job within days after uh, the first Grumpy Cat, and she said the phone never stopped ringing. So you had. Books, Grumpy Cat's Guide to Life. You had, uh, like I say, these. I don't know if when certain memes they would use if they were advertisers that obviously paid money. Anyway, they had uh, the the movie was Grumpy Cat's Worst Christmas Ever. It attracted millions of viewers and was most tweeted about film on its release date. Uh, Spokes Cat for Frisky's brand of cat food. Mm. You know, own brand of iced coffee. Mm. So basically, the popularity. But understand, only in America. Yeah. I mean, can, can you have, you a, have a cat, cat that has a permanent frown on its face, and you go, "Hey, check this out," and it just takes off? I mean, hey, I'm proud for him. I mean, that's that's yeah. just a crazy story. So I, I amassed over a hundred million dollars with this cat. Just a cat that looked now, like Grum- it was frowning. Grumpy cat did go on in. We had a urinary tract infection at seven years old. Cat that stinks that they didn't pick that pick up on that and do anything about it. Now they'll probably ride the Grumpy Cat wave of you know. You know, everybody mourning it, and we'll have some more postings. But mm-hmm. eventually, I guess. But I, if you've made that much money, I think you're 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 pretty good off. You know, we brought I mean, this. I believe up. you're set. I don't I, think she's going to have to go back to waitressing, which she was no. originally the owner. Back when uh, Adler was doing the daily documentaries, and I don't know for those of you that that, that missed it, the last twenty five shows of the year, he's picking that back up in celebration of the twenty fifth anniversary of the show, and uh, so he's all excited about that. But back when he was doing the daily documentaries. And we had we did a story, and I forget what it was on YouTube. This lady would like open an egg, or she would do something. Anyway, all these views that she was she was making millions of dollars, and the frustration on his face where he was going, "I am working so hard on these daily documentaries, and they're good, but people do the stupidest thing on like YouTube yeah. or whatever, and they make millions of dollars because well, of the views." It's we the talked about thing. it. The ones that have uh, the little Barbie dolls, and they put them like they're on vacation. And they just set them in different things. That might have been it. I can't remember. And they what say it was. that they make so much money off of that. And then, of course, you know, with the Lori Laughlin's daughter, yeah, you know, they're all in trouble. And she's like, "I didn't want to go to college anyway. I'm making millions of dollars mm-hmm. just talking about my life on YouTube." Yeah, it's just. Yeah, I think one of the young Kardashians or whatever, the first billionaire. Uh, to for because of these, what do they call them? Uh, their Instagram, uh, what do they call influencers? Them? Influencers. There you go. I got to kind of like Can't this guys. As I read about Grumpy Cat more, you know, I'm relating to this. How about <laughs> this? Grumpy Cat had a book. Okay. A grumpy book was a guide to attaining true grumpiness from a self-appointed master of bad attitude. <laughs> 
and they, it lists stuff in there, helpful <laughs> tips like eating ice cream cones to get incurable brain freezes. <laughs> Reminding yourself that a kiss carries more germs than a hundred toilet seats. I guess it just <laughs> see. You could do this with Chloe. You could call yeah, it clever Chloe, Ooh, clever Chloe, or like chipper it. Chloe. Chloe. I don't mm-hmm. like chipper. I like clever better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, was there much to the videos? Does it look like? It, I don't or know. does it look like they just shot a video of the of the cat? They don't really show it. Yeah, gum it. We don't use. If there wasn't a whole lot of production to it, then that'd be oh, pretty easy. I feel like we're leaving money stuff, on the table I mean, by not doing stuff like this behind the scenes. I mean, well, we, I know, but good night. If I just had a cat that looked like that. Oh, gosh. Yeah. That is funny. He's got a permanent frown on his face. I'd start liking Lexi, my dog, if she'd start making me some money. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know what we ought to do? Um, we ought to just Grumpy cat. see if we can adopt a, you well, see, I would go to these adopted adoption shelters uh, for these animals and just pick out one that looks unique. funny. Yeah. You so know? You, I think you and I both are missing it here. We could just do Grumpy Greg. Oh. And write a whole story. Yeah. We could write a book about it. We could get mm-hmm. your dad involved because he's an author. Right. Sure. We could. I could handle all the social media. Right. Okay. I mean, what do you think about it, buddy? Yeah, you could good. go out. If we can generate that kind of money. I, I, I would be all about. Right. It. Maybe it's just you sitting in the corner, like looking at us, and you give your different looks. I don't think we'd have to change him a whole lot. Right. How about this? If I made, if we made a quarter of that, I'd be happy. We're not we're not utilizing his Grumpy drive cat. time, his drive time and couch time up here <clears throat> like we should. We yeah. could be making millions. But how about this lady that that she discovered days after the viral sensation hit, and she started seeing the phone calls coming through that she said, "I'm out at work, See and, y'all. and, and See my y'all. life has changed all due to I've my poured cat. my last my cup of cat. coffee." But don't you know she went in? Hey, I'm quitting today. You really would? You find another job? Well, not really. I got this cat that frowns. And people grumpy. go nuts over it, right? Yep. And I think I can make a living. They probably went, "Ah, fool!" Yeah. Now she can own the restaurant. I wonder if it was God, a friend right. or somebody that said, "Hey, your cat there is pretty interesting. You need to, you need, you need to utilize." You talking the about cat. what I'm doing right now with y'all? As far yeah, as Greg but goes. somebody came up with that idea, all and right. either she was all about it or thought it was dumb, but then turned around and looked. But the cat does look like it's frowning. It I could does. do. Y'all think Permanent. I could do something, maybe find a bird or squirrel, chipmunk at the house with all these feeders we have? Mm. See if I could utilize something like that. Yeah, but that's the kind of thing that hits. I know. Dang it. Weirdness. This world's full of weirdness. I'm going to start being more aware and try to find something like this. I'm going to call my dad about you, Greg, see what we can get okay. going. Okay. I'm on it. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. She's back in the atmosphere with drops of Jupiter in her head. 25 minutes to the top of the hour. It's the kickoff hour on this Friday. Thank you so much for tuning in. This portion of the show brought to you by our good friends at dollarshaveclub.com slash Bubba. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash Bubba. We love uh, the club because you know why? It sends us everything we need to look, feel, and smell our best. Uh, And what we love the most is the fact that uh, you never have to go to the store. It just keeps showing up. Dollar Shave Club will deliver everything you need right to your door, and uh, they'll keep you fully stocked on whatever you use so you don't run out. You know, you, anything worse than running out and going, oh, no, i got to go to the store now. Well, that's where dollarshaveclub.com comes in because they take care of that to where you don't run out. So check them out right now, dollarshaveclub.com slash Bubba. Get a starter set for just $5 right now. Uh, with a handsome discount, the more you buy, the more you save. So right now you get a bunch of their starter sets you can try out for just $5. And after that, they restock box 
ships right to your uh, your house, regular size products at regular price. So right now, it's $5 for the starter set, dollarshaveclub.com slash Bubba. Slash Bubba, I should say. Go pick yours out today and let them keep on coming to the house. Or you can go to rickandbubba.com and look under the sponsors button. So yesterday, I had a weird thing. Um, you know, it's always at the house right around dinner time. Uh, my wife or, or I look, my, my, my wife and I look at each other and go, Hey, did you get the mail? You know, and it's, Oh gosh, no, I did. No, I didn't. Okay. I get it. I'm out. You whatever. So, so I will say your situation on this mm-hmm. is a, a little like mine. Mm-hmm. I used to love getting the mail and going through it. But now, because I have to climb about 80 steps to get there, mm-hmm. no one likes going to get the <clears> mail. And you're in that situation too. You got yeah. a quarter of a mile. It seems like to go. Yeah, to get I got the mail. a long. I got a long, long driveway. We sit off the road a little bit, and uh, a lot. Most of the times, it's I stop coming in. Get it coming and in. And yeah, I get it. Too. But a lot yeah. of yeah, you're in the same boat, Greg. Um, you've got like I don't know two miles. Yeah. It's, yes, it's a good haul. Yeah, and and Can I don't know it? why, but I guess every time you know uh, we we talk about you know, identity theft and stuff like that. It's, you know, one of the biggest things is if you leave mail in overnight, people come by and yeah. try to get your mail and, and shift through it and sure. see what they want and all that. So we try to get it every day. Sometimes we forget we're not very good. But last night, Terry comes in. I didn't even ask. She comes in. She goes, well, what's this from Tennessee? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And I've got an envelope <laughs> from Tennessee from I like can't believe the highway, de- highway department or something. Does I'm it like, like really look official? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, boy, what's this? She kind of slings it over to me, uh, and she wasn't mad. She was just slinging it to me like a little Frisbee. Hey, here you go. Uh, what'd you do now? She was just kind of joking, and I'm like, it!" And the JSU-Austin P game was on, um, uh, the baseball game, and they they started their series uh, last night, and so I'm, I'm kind of into the game. I didn't give it much, and then there was a commercial break, so I opened it up, and I got mailed a ticket when I went to Martin, Tennessee to UT Martin. You remember me talking about that? I went up there for that series. Well, apparently, they just mailed me a ticket on some obscure road and said I was going like 10 miles over the speed limit or something like that, and I don't even know where it is or where I was, and it's got some grainy picture of my truck. I don't like that, that they can just take it. I mean, again, how do you know it's right? How do you know? That's what I was going to ask. I mean, what it – You don't even know know when you did it or where. And we've had this discussion uh, on the show when Rick was going down to the Gulf Coast to go to the beach. He was mailed a ticket, and we played that saga out on the show. But it's weird because most tickets are much more than $50, okay? They are. I mean, you know, there, yeah. there's very few tickets ever. I don't know that I have are, ever seen a ticket that's $50. Well, they say, hey, give, it, speeding anyway. give no. us 50 bucks and, and everything's fine. So how do you fight this thing, Rick? Can you you throw me? it in the trash and act like you never got it. Well, I don't want to do that. I was kidding. Um, That's a joke. I, I, I don't I know. Look at the bulldog coming in. Yeah, Rick, you did. What, what, what happened? I, I got mailed a ticket from Tennessee. I just An envelope oh, appeared yeah. last night, and <laughs> it says I was going 10 miles over the speed limit in some obscure city I don't even know I was in when I went up to Martin, Tennessee. And, I mean, it, it says give us 50 bucks and everything's fine. Uh, you got to be careful too. This is a scam. Have you thought about this? That it's not yeah. even a real ticket. Yeah, yeah I have. But it's yeah. got some picture of the. It's That's got how they get of, you. It's got a granny picture of my truck, like uh, I, you know, and yeah, it says that hurts. Here's the time of how day. How did yours turn out, Rick? I what I what I did was uh, you can uh, you can just pay it and be done with it, uh, or most everybody that fights these eventually wins if you want to take the the time to do it because. Uh, you have to – the way you win it is to try to challenge on whether the piece of equipment they use is accurate. 
uh, and to challenge on whether they keep the proper maintenance on it and all that. Usually, if these tickets are challenged, uh, the person who challenges usually wins. Okay. But do you want to deal with that hassle? Right, right, right. Do you right. want to deal with the hassle? No, I, that's I, why I, it's fifty dollars. No, no. I didn't. I sent money in. But you hear me? But that's, that's why it's fifty dollars because they're going. A lot of people send fifty and be done with it. Now, if it's three hundred, they may fight it. So let me ask you this: Are, are these kind of situations like if it's just fifty dollars and you pay it, does that affect your insurance? Does that like? Oh, you lose your insurance. Does that go? Does uh, that go down on yours? Or is not, this? not not that I noticed. Like these these are these are these are revenueing. That's all they are. And again, if you fight it, you'll probably win. It's just whether you want to take the time to do it. Okay. Well, thank you, buddy. Well, yeah, hey, money's involved. You don't think he's going to take the time? Oh to fight no. It? Which, which no. means, which means, figure out how to fight it. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't have. I that, that I. There's a lot of uh, low hassle in me that y'all don't know about. That I, I. Yeah. If it's just fifty bucks, I'd rather pay it than just have to deal with it. But that's what they know that most will do. Oh, absolutely. It's just fifty dollars. That may be why it's fifty dollars, yeah. not a hundred. Oh, they even said, hey, you can use your Visa, Mastercard, well, or whatever. Sure. You can. Hey, go to this website, punch in this code, and just go ahead and pay it. First of all, you need to slow down. Well, slow because evidently you're out of control. Yeah, and one thing I'm not mentioning is I got two of them, and they were each about on the way back there and way back. No, no, they were each like it was like two hours apart. It was weird. It's like it's strange. In the same spot. Yeah, and it says I was going like within two miles of difference. Like for the first one, it says I was going like. 65 and a 55, and the next one is like I was going 67. He's rogue in Tennessee. It's weird. It's really weird. Hey, Andretti, tap the brake. <laughs> but no, somebody but, needs to calm down. But no, it's one of these. Do it's one of these four lane r- highways that yeah. you know you go. You just going along, and all of a sudden you're like, wow, so that's 55. The now? bottom line is, can they prove that that machine accurately caught you doing the the speed it claims? And if you, and most of the time the answer is no, they can't. Hey, let me uh, ask you this. Let's say you never go through that part of the world again, and you just don't pay it. That's I mean, if you get pulled over here, then nobody cares, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah you don't want a suspended license and then throw a warrant out for your arrest yeah. or something stupid like I, that. I, think I, chance. I have two words on that. It wasn't a machine. It was Pulaski, Tennessee. <laughs> just because you don't live somewhere, if you don't, if you don't pay it. Uh, yeah, they, but this they, thing here is. is I know, I, but you almost have to look at it as a robot officer. But here's the thing. Is a robot officer truly accurate? That's 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 your. Point. Is it worth the hassle? Yeah, and, and, and this is where they now, get you too. Two of them, I don't get. This is where they get you too. They put these little cameras up where it goes down from like a sixty-five to a fifty-five or a forty-five, and then yeah. the, that's oh, yeah. when they get you. Oh. And I don't even know where it is. It oh, has, I'm going to run into that today, uh, Harpersville. Hello. Yeah. I remember. We, I, I don't wow. remember where it was, but I saw a story. You know, the, they have the the cameras at the intersections. Yeah, and they were sending people tickets for running red lights. Uh huh. And they had made there's I guess there's a, a legal time that's supposed to be between yellow and then going to red, mm-hmm. and they shortened that time that it was supposed to be. And when they were catching a lot anyway, they people fought it, and they I think they had to take them down. Good night. Let's it's get, a numbers game. It, what are you talking about? Some yeah. people just pay it, and move on. But and it's two separate tickets that are fifty dollars. I should have brought the envelopes in so y'all could so see. So you got a hundred dollars worth of tickets. Yeah, but it says it says like one of them, and I'm just I, I'm kind of getting I'm getting close. I think one of them said it was like two thirty in the afternoon, and one was like four or five thirty or something like Different, that. Must have been like somewhere around Martin, Tennessee, that I was going, and and when I went to up to UT Martin to to see the JSU baseball game and. I don't even remember it. I don't know anything about it, and I don't ever remember 
I don't. I don't even know. I don't even know what to do. This is I, why I, mean, I love the Waze app, and I always have it going on in the car because they'll tell you about these cameras on the red lights. Well, uh, this this must have been something areas. that it somewhere around Martin where I was just traveling yeah. doing this. But I app. guarantee it's on the. It'll give you an alert in Waze. Well, yeah, I use Waze, but it didn't. I mean, I didn't. If 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 I'm it, listen, if I'm just going to a hotel to a baseball game and I know where it's at, I don't really pull up Waze. I do if I'm in places I don't know where I'm at. I don't know the area. Like, um, I know this area. I know where everything is, so I don't have to worry about it. I let's go up it. to Martin, Tennessee now, where it says Hunter is standing by. What's up, bud? Hey, man. Uh, our uh, representative, he, he made, like, a, a Facebook post mm-hmm. about how you can basically just torch him. Who, who is it? Who, who, yeah, who is this, buddy? Uh, our representative uh, on Weekly County. That's, uh, Martin, Tennessee is in Weekly County. Okay. And our representative – made a Facebook post and lit it on fire and threw it in his trash can. Mm-hmm. Because in the state of Tennessee, you have to – someone has to be – the officer, you have to, like, be accused by an officer to have a speeding ticket or anything like that. You know, you're supposed to face your offender, and these cameras, you know, they have no face. Okay. Well, thank you, man. <laughs> you know, one thing it did say in fine print, it said something, so-and-so officer has observed – yeah. This photo and, and I want blah, you to blah, do blah, like blah, that blah. guy, and I want you to light it on fire. I want you to do it on Facebook now, too. I'm gonna tell you this because it's tough to find a place in Martin, Tennessee, if there's a bunch of people staying there, and I think they had graduation that weekend. Sure. So the team stayed in Union City, okay. And the bus broke down, as as, as will always do when when a team needs it. The bus broke down after the game, and it wouldn't crank. So all the players started texting their parents. Hey, anybody that's here to watch the game, please come pick your pa- your players back up. And oh, players wow. were just piling in the car, so I had to take them back to Union City. A car, and normally I was staying right there, like at a Hampton Inn, right beside the university. But I had to go to Union City, and I think that might be when they got me. I, I guess, but I wasn't. I wasn't. They got you, buddy. You know, I wasn't like consciously speeding. Slow I just, I was just riding. Um, it was already right and dirty, and evidently. you can see on the right, kick back like Willie, and you can see on the on the on the picture too. It wasn't a two lane road; it was a four lane highway. It's it's weird. City, uh, Cindy, I should say, in Union City. What's up, Cindy? Hey, how are you? I'm good. Well, not real good, but I'm uh, fine. Right. Well, those tickets that y'all are talking about, there are traffic cameras in Union City. I think there's like two or three of them, mm-hmm. and people get these tickets. All day, every day, mm-hmm. you don't have to pay them. You don't go to court. They don't affect your insurance. We have been fighting these traffic cameras for years, but yeah, and I know it's it's it's, it's a, a revenue maker for these cities. But I don't want to just not pay it, and then all of a sudden get pulled over for something silly, and then run my license, and then <laughs> them go, hey, oh no, you know. it doesn't even affect your license. Okay. So I mean, people I could just, I got, you know, I'm gonna tell the cop. Cindy told from Union City told me I didn't have to pay. Well, it. you go ahead because I've gotten plenty of them myself. And, oh. and you're right. It's it's there's two or three different sections in the way that you can get them for running a red light, and you're allowed like five miles over before mm-hmm. it will actually take your picture. Okay. So wow. see, Speedy was just out of control. Yeah. <laughs> It's weird. You need um, to slow your A down, pal. We'll take a break. We'll come Mister. back. <clears throat> Every phone line we got is busy. Um, so apparently a lot of you have gone through this. And it was weird because she threw me. Then they got you for open container. <laughs> That's Now nah, we're making stuff up. <laughs> Don't laugh at him. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> See, those are the kind of things, though, that we could be putting on YouTube and make millions. Absolutely. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 
might have a lot of money, but I'm still a redneck. You know, I've always been a redneck. That ain't never gonna change. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. Been a lawnmower and attacked me. Knocked me down in the wood pile. Tried to stomp on me. If I'd had my gun on me at the time, he wouldn't have got nowhere. I usually carry it. All right, Jordan, fire it in there. 7 minutes until top of the hour it is Friday and you've got us live. The Rick and Bubba show kickoff hour is a rolling. Uh you know we uh, brought up last um segment that I didn't get just one. I got two envelopes mailed to me from the state of Tennessee when I went up to Martin, Tennessee uh and uh, it says I was speeding uh and I don't remember where I was, the city. I, I mean, I know I was up in Martin. I had to be around Martin, Tennessee. Should have brought the envelopes in and showed y'all. Uh, it's got some grainy picture of my truck like claiming I was going a certain speed limit. And I'm like, all right, what do I do with these? And uh, most speeding tickets, like if you got pulled over at your local wherever, your speeding ticket's not going to be $50. I can tell you that. It's probably going to be about, I don't know, 100 maybe, 120 something like that. You it's definitely not 50 it's be- definitely not 50. You better slow your A down. Uh, and so um, that has sparked all these phone calls, and I do appreciate y'all checking in. We got some other uh, topics we want to get to before top of the hour, but every phone line we've got is on hold. So let's jump to Charles first. Charles, what's up? Hey, so uh, I got a ticket, traffic light ticket in Tuscaloosa, mm-hmm. and I was going to fight it because of the camera angle and some other situations with it, but. Long story short, I called the police and whatnot and got some more detail on it. They told me that for Tuscaloosa, at least, um, it's a civil fine. It does not go on your record. It goes like if you don't pay it, they can like, like taxes. It's like credit. Not it goes against your credit. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you. So oh, wow. so you'll be like some kind of collection agency will call yeah. and go, hey, you hadn't paid it. Okay. Oh, that makes sense. That, ain't well, that, good that makes no. it even more just a bip. Out. That's more of a bip. You know, That's how they get you. It's absolutely bull is what it is. Yeah. Just pay it and move on. Um, yeah, pay it slow down. If, if <laughs> I'll tell you this right now. If it doesn't affect the insurance and how they rate, I'll just pay it and be done with it. But if it affects, you know what I'm saying, if your insurance is going to go up because it's a speeding ticket and all this kind of stuff, I'll fight it because I'm like, I don't even know where I was. Well, look, and, and even if it was, if you've only, this is the only one you've had, and when they ain't going to jack your insurance over one ticket. Mm. No. Well, I got two, Greg. That's true. <laughs> you were a little out of In control. one setting, in one afternoon. Which one did you uh, say, Number Greg? nine, buddy. Number nine? All right, let's go to nine. Anonymous. Number nine. Uh, uh, anonymous. Anonymous. What's up? I almost said anon again. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm a law enforcement officer, not in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. But if you leave me a check and Rick hit it on the head, you have to challenge when the <clears throat> machine was like last calibrated, checked, and all that stuff. Um, but you don't want to run the risk of just burning your tickets and not paying it, and then three years from now, if you drive around that area with your family, get pulled over, right? Yeah. speeding or something, they go, "Oh, look, you have a failure to appear warrant." Yeah, and you get pretend. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, that Bad that's problem. that sounds smart, and I understand that too. I just don't know how how do you start the process of fighting it? Uh, there should look, be a number. The there should be a number if on the not, ticket you can call. Just, just yeah, pay. yeah. There should be a number. <clears throat> we get our tickets in our our jurisdiction. You know, the court has a number on there, you know, hey, you can certainly challenge this. You can go to court to challenge it. Or, you know, if we have a lot of people, you know, attorneys and the attorneys will start calling the 
the local municipalities to start challenging. It's, yeah, okay. There that may is, even be. It's really not. an attorney. You have to go back to Martin, Tennessee. Yeah, and that's just a, pay there may thing. even be that's an email address do. on the ticket as well that you yeah. can just send an email. I got to applaud them because this is brilliant on their part. I hear these, I, these tickets because they know people are just going to pay them. Yeah. Here's what I'm. Hey, I mean, you talking about a revenue maker? Oh yeah, most people don't want to hassle with no, them because it's going to cost more than fifty dollars to go up there and deal with it. So here's what I'll do for you. I'm going to start a GoFundMe account. It's not about the money. See if we can get this done. Goal is one hundred dollars. And this cheap we would thing, like people to hit really this think goal. I'm, I'm really bad when it comes to money, and y'all have really by Actually, Memorial Day weekend. We'd yeah. like to hit the hundred dollar goal by Memorial yes, Day weekend. Yes, that's our goal. Hmm. Now, <laughs> GoFundMe's going to get a cut, so we yeah. really let's make it one hundred and fifty. Yeah. Well, note to self, Martin, Tennessee is real serious with these cameras. Uh, let's go to Shannon, who's in Martin, Tennessee. What's up, Shannon? There. Good morning. How are y'all doing today? Hey, we're great. Hey, let me ask you a question. How, you, how are you getting the show today? Oh, uh, right now I'm listening to the radio, and then plus I watch on YouTube also. Okay. Tuber. And what frequency? Uh, 104.9 KYTN. That's it. Okay. Thank you very much. Um, so, what, what, Shannon, tell to me about it. What's going on? All right. Now, these uh, <laughs> these cameras that you're talking about, mainly they're around the uh, the college, they're UTM. Yep. Uh, that's the main area they're around, and actually, it's a private corporation. And basically, the, the gentleman earlier, he was talking about it just goes on your credit or some crap like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, in the state of Tennessee, they were deemed unlawful because, I mean, they can't really tell if it was you driving or your car was stolen. I mean, it, there's That's all, true. all kinds of factors that go into this. Mm. Well, That's a good to, point. What, I, if, what if it was somebody else Tell them Greg car. was driving That's that it. Day. I borrowed yeah. your car. That's right. Yeah. I mean, and the thing is, I mean, we've gotten them. My dad has gotten them. My brother. What would you do with it? And, Basically, what we do is we just throw it in the trash, and then we get a call from some company out of New York or out of you know Seattle, Washington, mm-hmm. and uh, basically we tell them they can blow it out their piece of paper yeah. and send it right back. Okay, I got it. <laughs> Shannon calling in from Martin, Tennessee. You okay, like, y'all, you y'all liked that phone call. I like Shannon. Yeah, I like too. Shannon. He did. Uh huh. He had a good voice. He did have a good voice. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Seven and a half minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show from the broadcast plaza and teleport. We roll on. The kickoff hour has already taken place with Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, and Helmsy. They join Team Rick and Bubba as we go forward. Eddie Van Adler sits down uh, for the tubers. Uh, he is there on the live YouTube option, also archives on YouTube uh, later in the day or sometimes if we get hung up in YouTube court a few days later. Uh, interns at Rick and Bubba University today, we have big love in the mix. Well, we have a, a, an unnamed intern, but what we're closing in on names, so we'll name him today. There's a lot to work with uh, with Big Wheel Hopper, I'll tell you that. Across the way, the other half of the two sexiest fat men alive is standing by and ready to go. Speaking, of course, of the pride of Cedar Springs, Alabama. But most of you probably know him best as the silver tongue one, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza in a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the king's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for one bill. Bubba How about it, Rick Burgess, friends, neighbors, associates everywhere. Welcome to another edition of Rick and Bubba, your two fat buddies on the radio. Hey, do you remember the 21st night of September? Love was changing the minds of September. 
wind and fire. Bubba, how are you? I'm great. How are you, sir? Well, I hate, I know this is an, a, a running, and I don't mean it to be this way, a running theme here on the program about one of the things we, we can't seem to get right and don't do that well, and that's celebrity deaths. I thought Ric Flair was dead. Oh, no, no. no. We had a scare earlier, Rick, I mean, years ago. I did. I really did. So, so Woo, Rick, you had it wrong, Rick. So, so Rick Flair's hospitalized. Yeah. Again, now, again, what happened? Again. Let me tell you why. Okay. What was it? The, the time Bama Mark called and he was squalling because yes. he thought Ric Flair died, yes. and it was like yes. his son or yeah. something. Okay, yeah. is that why I think Ric I think Flair's that's dead? what it was. Yeah. Because Bama Mark did cry. Call yeah. one day. And then they put upset. out some special on ESPN about him. A thirty I for think thirty. So. They did. Uh-huh. You're and right. I, and I that th- does look like he died. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, I thought Ric Flair was dead. Well, he's still here, Rick Burgess. Well, I'm yeah. sorry. Rick, it looks like he's going to make it through this one. Okay, so be so careful. He's 79. Well, that's from what the state. Yeah, well, see, that. this is what's happened. And when I looked down and saw it, Bubba had just told me that he saw that Mick Jagger is getting his dance moves together. I saw that. Ready, yeah. ready to get back on the road at 75 after but, overcoming a, a stent, heart stent. Well, he, he actually had a valve replaced in his heart, yeah. but they did it through the artery. I'm, isn't that crazy? I, yeah. I don't know how they did that, but right. uh, but hey, he's. I saw that video. Yeah, that that, that dance he's done forever. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's basically like he's on it, stage the dancing chicken in an aerobic exactly. room. It is amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, he he's just <laughs> well, we'll as far as as far as the well, dance, it, he's as good as he's ever been. Yeah. Well, I yeah. Mean, and, and Rick, they they took that valve and they folded up, and it you know it's delivered in a <laughs> it, through a stent that. You know, the intravenously. Watch it. They come up and they and the, I saw a video of it and they open it and the thing pops open. Oh, that's you know, crazy. It's like a, right. something you'd fold it up in a backpack or All right. something. All right, so let's get Rick Flair. Hey. Put we'll put Rick Flair to bed here. It Woo. says this is not as as uh, as grave or serious as the last time he had to be put in an, a medically induced coma. That's right. And that's probably what we were thinking about. Right. And they said he was in a coma for 11 days. So that's when I thought he died. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and so – Rick saw the original report of it and never saw the follow-up. I never did. I said, <laughs> I'll tell you one thing, we can put Rick Flair to bed. Please look at it on TV. But, but, <laughs> but anyway, he's saying that he, this was a procedure that he and the family knew he needed to have anyway. I guess they just had to do it sooner than they yeah, thought. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, remember when I had the gallbladder planned? Yeah. And then I had another attack on Monday's so show. Listen, and, hey. And find the doctor said we got to go and do it now. Yeah, yeah. So it's something down that Woo! road. Now to Mick Jagger, Woo! he he is seventy five, and uh, and has had his his valve repaired. Right, the valve repaired. Yeah, they're yeah. to crank that tour back up. They are, and then they're gonna put him back out there. Now keep in mind, Mick Jagger, who other than his young years <laughs> when they were all on drugs and doing all this yeah. stuff, as far as when they they all kind of survived that. Kind of like when Aerosmith, remember, they, yeah. they, they had to take them off the road because they thought they'd all mm-hmm. be dead. Sure. And then they kind of survived it, and they had a second push. Mm-hmm. And, and there Please it look. is. Look, there he is. He's practicing. <laughs> but but what, what's funny about this is Mick actually started living a somewhat healthy life. Yeah. Uh, Rick, I mean, Keith Richards has not. No. Right. And, and so <laughs> and here's Mick Jagger having to have a procedure. And and somewhere Keith Richards is smoking cigarettes, waiting to get back on the road. Yeah, right, yeah. he's been waiting on him, drinking, yeah. holding us up. Uh-huh. Right, look, that we're looking at Mick right now. Yeah, yeah. It's like he's got it back. Right? Yeah. He's still got steps. I mean, he really, does. if you look at him right there from a distance, now if you got closer, you his face probably yeah. has more lines right. in it than it had at one time. Mm-hmm. You can see him in the video, you know, with like the one he did with David Bowie when, they, and, yeah. you know, and they they were doing that uh, dancing in the street. Hated that song. Right. Hated that. Hated. You know, I don't like those kind of remakes, especially when somebody's already done it. Yeah, and then you remake it again. True, but um, he doesn't look any different. He no, really doesn't. He, no doesn't. he doesn't. He doesn't. He's timeless. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Timeless. There's other things that obviously are still you know no different too because he keeps having children. No, you're right, Greg. 
I mean, he. Thanks for I think was was color his, he he has to color his hair. His hair couldn't be that color. Uh, you know what he probably doesn't. Nah, it's probably whatever. I, I'm I'm with you. He probably you would think he would, but the way everything else seems to be working for him, his hair's probably. Yeah, I mean, is there great. any difference in that than what we just saw? <laughs> no, not really. Not much. All right, so so we hated that song. Yeah, I did too. Hate it. I did too. Go back to this. All right, so I think it was was it Harry met Sally <laughs> when when she's crying about it's not fair that men you know when they get older. They, I mean, and she she threw out Thomas Edison had a, had kids at seventy three, yeah. and Billy Crystal said, "Yeah, but he couldn't pick them up." I mean, I mean, so, yeah. I mean they were there, right? Just just because you can you can, I mean, still, you, I mean, you ain't got a lot of time left for that kid. No. I mean, it's uh, so so. There we go. Uh, we'll come back. So Mick Jagger is is practicing to get back on the road. Yep. Rick Flair has gone back to the hospital, but they say this is not as grave as the last time. And that he's going to be all right. Yeah. So there it is. Yep. Then some female wrestler died, but I don't know enough about wrestling. She's really young. It was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's she's like, like 24, 30, 25. 39. 30, 39? 39. I don't, I, don't know anything. I don't know what that is. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. minutes past the hour the rick and bubba show we're back 866 we be big is our number thanks for being with us today uh, you know obviously uh the headlines today our nation a lot going on concerning uh where life begins and it's an important conversation missouri now deciding on another bill uh all of these are unprecedented in the states and of course uh, eventually uh, the Alabama bill will likely go before the Supreme Court to, to get to the big conversation on personhood. But we've said this on the show a lot of times, uh, setting up our guests later today, if you want to make a note of this. Roland Warren, I got to know Roland through a mutual friend with CareNet. One of the things we've said a lot you know, in the discussion, if you, if you land on what would be called the pro-life side, uh, then one, especially the church, we have to decide that we're truly going to be pro-life, not pro-birth. Uh, and of course, CareNet takes on: are, are we standing up for just birth, or are we stand up for life, uh, and abundant life? So anyway, if you if you're interested in that, because I think that's if, if you want to get ready for what's going to happen, you got you got to think about this comprehensively, uh, from top to bottom. If you want to be yep. fully pro-life, and so we'll talk to Roland Warren about that, about his uh, his organization, uh, and he also wrote the book Bad Dads of the Bible. Uh, which is if you, if you haven't read that one, that's a, that that that's a wild ride. There's some bad daddies in the Bible, uh, and you know there's the guys we want to implement and the guys we don't. So anyway, uh, but we'll talk more about uh, the comprehensive point of view of abundant life, not just pro birth. All right, so Bubba, an update on on a story that we we discuss, and this update. this is one of those areas where it's you know we, can, we don't know much about the topic, but it, no, it's some of you some of you Kentuckys going to have to help us out with this. It's a Rick and Bubba news. I just don't know. I don't know the technicalities. It's a Rick and Bubba news. You know, we we were able to unpack the bad call and what should happen with the, with the Saints and the Rams, top yeah. to bottom. But when it gets to horse racing, we just don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, Rick, Gary and Mary West have filed lawsuit in U.S. District Court in Frankfort, Kentucky. Uh, they are maximum. Securities owners, and they want the Kentucky Horse Racing Commission to overturn the 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 way the race ended. I, I don't know. They're wanting to they're wanting to have the the way the race ended thrown out and the original winner reinstated. Yeah, they want to say, look, when we hit the tape, you said Maxim Security won, right, and then you disqualified him. We want the original result to stand and the disqualification to be overturned. 
They claim that the disqualification process is bizarre and unconstitutional. Unconstitutional? And said the lack of an appeals process violated their right to due process. That's where they will tie the Constitution uh, into this. Okay. Um, and, you know, Rick, we were talking about this. I understand they won. They got disqualified on a technicality, rightly so or not. Uh, I understand them being unhappy. I understand that it created a massive problem with the the betting that goes on with this race. And all of that, I assume, has been settled now since they did have some appeal to the Racing Commission, but the Racing Commission said we don't have a process for an appeal, so they had to let it go. So I, I guess there's no way you go back and you correct all that betting money, but I guess what they're wanting to do is just be declared the winner so they'll, they can go for the Triple Crown or, you know, well, of heading course. into the next well, race. Isn't that this weekend or next weekend? Well, that's what I'm wondering. this weekend. Is it this weekend? They don't have time. I could I mean, be wrong. When is it? I could be wrong. Let me look. I know it's coming up. It happens pretty quick. This is the second this weekend. Well, they got to get this done quick then. Now, they said that neither Maximum Security or Country country house uh will be competing in this weekend's preakness neither no one of them. no no yeah, that was announced right a week after ago this. Yeah. yeah all right so well, then so what, the stewards uh i guess are the ones you know why they the won't be competing by because they have no shot at winning it period that's yeah. why this is such a farce Oh, you're saying maximum security? Even if he would, had won the Kentucky Derby, they don't think he had. He no, had. no, no, no. I'm maximum talking about country. Had, yeah. Maximum security hadn't lost a race. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, yeah. The yeah. one that won it, it was like sixty something to one. Yeah. He ain't gonna win. No, no. I got yeah. that. Yeah. Well, right. he might. He won the Kentucky Derby. And maximum, yeah, maximum security is basically saying, "Hey, I, I, if y'all are gonna do me this way in the Kentucky Derby, we're out. We're out." But yeah. say I'm the opposite. I'd come out and hammer everybody in this yeah. next to and go see. Yeah. Well, you know, I, it's you. all about the money too, with the purse and them wanting to freeze the purse. Uh, and how they distribute that out and all that. that that's one of the main uh, reasons why they they got this lawsuit. Uh, but also because what y'all mentioned, and that is they were declared the winner, and then they went back and then declared that he was disqualified. Well, Adler, Adler's showing stuff on, on the YouTube channel here, and he's saying that people are making the argument now that the ruling was incorrect because a lot of what happened was really war of will. Is that mm-hmm, what the name of mm-hmm. it started the whole thing? Right. When they By left. pushing him over. What we're doing yeah. is we're rolling the defense of right. Mac, right. maximum security. That's what I'm security. saying. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking at that right now. So they're saying that maximum security got put in a compromising position because of, of war of wheels. Is that what you call it? Yeah, I think so. It was a domino effect yeah, of he some said early when, decision. They said they're yeah. trying to get him in his position. He won't get in his position. The jockey's fighting him, and it called a domino effect mm-hmm. that eventually affected maximum security. So they should not have disqualified him because right. – he was a victim of something that he had. He didn't he have as much control of. I've right. even seen uh, Country House has. A, they'll go back and show you footage where he was doing very similar things yeah, he was to other horses everybody. in yeah. the race, guys. And so they were like, "Well, so you're going to do it at this point, but if you're winning. You're giving the winner of the Kentucky Derby." the trophy and he was doing the same thing a quarter mile back well they're saying maximum security held his lane and the other horses were being squeezed which kind of pushed him over into maximum security now again this is their defense (laughs) i love their video by the way it's very descriptive well what they're saying is did did he do something that gave him an unfair advantage or was he just racing in the environment created by these other young horses Mm-hmm. That's their Rick, that, it looks right there that the way, other horse. I sounded like I kind of knew what I was talking about just in for just a second. Yeah. It, it looks like the horse on the inside is moving over, and he had to move over. Long range, Toddy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And it had a domino effect to well, him pushing I, to that. I, that I, yes, every really horse good. race looks to me like they're cutting each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Too, yeah. Me too. Well, here's what I'm saying. As a a person who only watches the big three, if there's a chance for a triple crown winner, yeah. maybe if I get a chance, yeah, uh, I would. I just kind of hate that Maximum Security is not going to get to try to go for the triple crown. Right. Well, I won't watch it tomorrow because of no, it. Well, I, I didn't even watch Kentucky Derby. But I, but now that I heard there was a chance for a triple crown, I probably would have won. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this this Maximum Security defense video is, we're watching it's is good and it? it's it's pretty good to where we'll see i doubt anything will be overturned no. but but we'll we'll see uh we'll see how it works so i guess now since he's not going to make the preakness because it is tomorrow mm-hmm. right correct yeah since this isn't going to happen what's the play here i want the money from the kentucky yeah. derby yeah according to the story is that was one of the i think with the 1.86 the triple million dollars that's yeah. not gonna happen triple crown over and not gonna over happen. okay yeah. not this year because but you t- had you had maximum security and then the one that got sick he was another favorite, right? Correct. They were yeah, the was two favorite. Omaha the, Beach. Yeah, yeah Beach, they were yeah. the favorite before they give a shot at the Triple Crown. I love these right. names. <laughs> yeah. How about it could have been? he got like a cough or something. Yeah. Is, yeah, is yeah, he, yeah, I wonder he if he's running them on. I'm not, I'm not sure. I look, don't know. look, there it is. They're saying that other horses were banging on him, which, of course, that'd make you move if you're getting hit in the growing. That, now, I don't, again, us not knowing a whole lot about horse racing, that could have, that was very dangerous. That could have been really, really bad when they when the, uh, the horse behind Maximum Security was running up on him and yeah. they got tangled up a little bit. If that front ho- if maximum security goes down or one of them trips, that would have been really bad. And they've yeah, been was. having this happen in these weekly races that we never see. Right. Yeah. So that was the reason they pulled the trigger on this because during the week they would have done this. They would have. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, I don't disqualified I, it. You know, since there's no triple crown in play, I'm losing interest in it. But yeah. I will say this. Looking at this case, Maximum Security's team is making with this video. It's a pretty good case. It yeah. is. It, it is. is. They're basically yeah. saying he was holding his line, and because of the, and they they called the the what was it the war what was it the guy war wheel the that that domino effect caused everybody to get pushed out, and then it had a reverse domino effect where they were all being squeezed back in, and Maximum Security was holding his line, and but it appeared as though he was cutting everybody off, but they were coming down on him. That's well, their defense. Well, Do you love their when defense? We, is he le- held his line the best you possibly could in that environment? Correct. Yeah. Do Do you love when we just break down things frame by frame? Yes. Like this? I mean, no, and it's, the, it's totally different, and I understand it on comparison. Mm-hmm. But like the shuttle disaster, or you know, JFK. You know, when you just break oh, everything down. Give me all the video I can footage. Stand. I mean, yeah. clip by clip, <laughs> frame by frame. That's great. What's better now? Well, it's, you know, it's a shame. It messed the whole thing up. It did. I mean, Omaha Beach scratches. Then you think, well, maximum security still could make it fun. Yeah. Now they can disqualify him. I mean, you can't have nothing. Country I mean, quencher, I think he ain't going to win nothing. I think they're going to have to go to artificial turf because of all that mud hey, raining. the butter. You can't even have a triple crown. I mean, you know. <laughs> we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Five minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866, we be big is our number. I do want to point you in, and look, and I, I'm in a bind today, and I, this is bad news for the golden ticket seats. Bad news for the golden ticket seats. I usually have a box of the Therabreath lozenges here at the office, and then I keep one at home. 
so no matter what situation, I'm good. I've run out here at the office, which means I'm having to bring some from home every day, and I forgot them today. Boom, uh-uh. dragon breath. Well, you know what's happened? I've had two cups of, of delicious BuzzBox coffee, and now I've got coffee breath, and yeah. I got no, I got nowhere to go. Has anybody got any? That is a drawback. Love you got any? Coffee? That's you why out? we're staying our distance. Are you out? No, I think I got some. Do you? Okay, good. Oh, I know, good. I know what you there got. There you go. Yeah. It's either that or the things to clean your glasses. I can't remember which one I had in there. <laughs> All right, I need I need some either one of them. If you just give me maybe just a, maybe two of them, oh, maybe, I'll spot you. You covered me for a long time. Okay, that's good. But Therabreath is these products are fantastic, and this is why you know that you 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 take your 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 arsenal against bad breath, and you're ready. You start out every day. You brush your teeth with their toothpaste. You use the mouthwash, so you're good uh, because it actually takes on what what causes bad breath. A lot of these things out there just simply cover it up for a minute, and you feel good for a minute. Then all of a sudden, you're like, okay, my breath's not fresh at all. Uh, because it doesn't attack what's going on. With Therabreath uh, and Dr. Katz, they, he actually attacks what's going on. I mean, he went out to study this when his poor daughter started saying, everybody's making fun of me because I got stank breath. And he said, hey, so i, I got to do something about this. But then what they do is they give you the lozenges, and you take, take those with you. A lozenge? So, yeah, yeah. The, I love a Say somebody, give me a lozenge. <laughs> uh, but these lozenges, will you like just right now, I had good breath when I arrived, but then I drank two cups of coffee. What happens then, Greg? Boom, dragon breath. So then I, I take the lozenges, and I'm, I'm, I'm fresh again. I'm back. And they also have other products for dry mouth and, and you know, to keep sores in your mouth and all this. But, but I'm going to tell you, if you want to see all the products, go to therabreath.com. Uh, millions of people in 100-plus countries using this now. They're also available at over 100 different retailers across the nation. There's also a link at rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button. Bubba, we have a political update. Political update. Joey Biden, according to all the polls, I mean, uh, Joey Biden is he's running with big it. Big hearted Joe. Big hearted Joe. I mean, right, the last the last one from Fox News, Hansy Hank, <laughs> <laughs> uh, has has uh, big hearted Joe. Uh, uh, Chuck Graham, state senator's here. Chuck, stand up, Chuck. Let him see you. Oh. God love you. What am I talking about? Um, so he's at 35 percent. Still my favorite. <laughs> which is up from March, where he was at 31. Yep. Bernie's yep. down there at 17, and then Warren at nine. And look, we got to change this guy's name, especially Mayor Pete. Well, let's Ooh, just call him Boot Edge. What's his name? <laughs> Booty Jag. It's not, it's not that. It's Booty not even Jig. close to that. It, it, uh, but I'm going to keep calling him Booty Edge. Edge. Is it Booty Gag? Booty Jage, I thought. But let's just, let's just call him Mayor Pete. At six, there's a lot of things you could call him. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm Bubba, gonna go with Mayor. Bur- Bubba, what's Bernie think about his numbers? <laughs> well, I, I tell you, I don't believe these polls, Rick. <laughs> They're full of it. <laughs> and the person did this poll can blow it out there. Okay. <laughs> we Bubba's been trying to work that into something. <laughs> Bernie telling him to blow. Bernie. Uh, all right, so uh, so that that's news. So Bernie's still, I mean, like the very, I mean, the clear, I mean, Biden, the clear leader. Well, listen, I, I think he's stinking it up. I think I think the uh, the folks that had come out and were running were so far to the left. I think even progressive Democrats were going, guys, we got to reel this thing in a little bit. Yes, we're our, we're 
we're going to be laughed out of the ballot box if our big debate is should we stop cows from farting. Yeah, and that and, seems to be and, what they're. And I think on. I think they've just tried to pick somebody more mainstream, and and Joe was a safe place in their mind to land. I think that's no. I think you're right. I, I'm I'm really kind of sad about it because I think they've actually woke up and they think that these socialists really that doesn't need to be their yeah, play. It ain't quite time for that. And and I'm kind of sad yeah. about that because that would have guaranteed victory. I think. Yeah, for baby Trump. steps. Right. You're, you're moving too quick. And yeah. and you know Biden's from the old school. He believes that. He just doesn't announce it. Yeah. And I think they're more comfortable with that play than let's just get in there, then we'll change it. Yep. Let's let's quit waving the socialist flag out in front of everybody. And I think too, it shows you the media. The media coddles some of these people, and like mm-hmm. AOC, and makes them look like they're more important than they really are. That's I mean, based on minutes of news coverage. Well, it's funny you said that. I was actually going back and forth with one one of the few um, uh, leftists that listens to our show, and they, and of course, they're in denial that this next story I'm talking about that there's actually going to be anything that's going to show that we had an attempt uh, to destroy President Trump. And and it was all fabricated and made up. It makes Watergate look like you know that something bad happened over at the uh, the school carnival, mm-hmm. and uh, and they and they're in denial about that. So they're saying that well, you need to apologize when it shows nothing happens. And I said, then you need to admit it happens when it happens. But then I said, well, how do we decide which news source do we officially draw? Right. I, I, right. I said so, and we've agreed that we will both agree. To either me apologize or he apologize if NBC and Fox report the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Will not. We, we, we've said we, we we know we can't trust that he he doesn't trust conservative talk radio. Yeah, that's fine. That's and, fine. and and I don't I don't trust MSNBC and CNN. So, so we, he just don't like the truth. Yeah. So what we <laughs> we agreed on if NBC and Fox will say the same thing, then then that's then. that then, then we then we, one of us has to apologize. Well, but, I, I think if and, and, and honestly, honestly, his position is is a little bit on thin ice because if mm-hmm. you look at the way these guys are throwing rocks at each other now, mm-hmm. boy, they are backpedaling trying to get out of this, and and it seems they've all decided to blame Comey. Well, and that's that's the next one of our political updates. Comey did it. I told him not to do right, that. Right. No FISA warrant. No. Mm-hmm. Says Obama. Obama's <laughs> Obama's <laughs> masters are now pointing fingers amid Russia <laughs> probe review. They are now throwing. Each other under the bus. Yeah. That's right. Yep. So that's they're you, panicking. Th- yeah. This now is, we're talking now. This zoo that's going on was a guy that was head of the FBI, right. head of the CIA, head of the NSA, and sharing and all all these guys that are our top supposed to be our top guys keeping us safe in this country. And this is this is the zoo that was going on. Even even if there's not criminal activity, you see exactly how they were operating, and it should worry all of us. Well, it says behind the scenes, there's a lot of finger pointing going on because it's. This is the way, Greg. I hate to say it, and it's nothing this serious, but you and I, from time to time, would be in trouble at school, and 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 I told you about the, I told you about the famous line, "Y'all come on out, they got us." Mm-hmm. When, when when you got to the "Y'all come on out, they got us," it's time now for those that can minimize their punishment or to not be caught up in it to to clear the area, <clears throat> and we're seeing a clearing of the area, which mm-hmm. means they know. They know that they're about to be busted on something. Yeah. And if you can't make a clean getaway, you have to throw rocks at somebody to get them to duck. Then you can make your break for yeah. it. Right. Hide your hand. The yeah. key dispute behind the scenes that, that flared up this week uh, was whether then, Bubba's point, Director James Comey or then CIA Director John Brennan, or both of them, pushed the unverified Steele dossier containing claims about President Trump and his relationship to Russia the dossier's more uh, sensational claims were never substantiated by special counsel Robert Mueller's team. 
And uh, so what's happening here is people, as Bubba said, are saying, well, look, it's obvious that the unverified steel dossier was, was pushed by Comey or, and Brendan. It wasn't us. Uh, and so um, that, I, told, I told him not to right. put it in there. But but what I want my, my friend in email to understand is nobody in here saying the dossier wasn't fake and paid for. Okay. They're just now yeah. trying to figure out who gets blamed for it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm afraid that. that and Rick, he, here's what's more sinister about it. This is where it really gets. You think the creativity has hit an all, all new high. They leaked it to the press. Mm-hmm. And then as the press reported on it, they used that as part of their evidence that they needed to right. include it in the in the the push to get a FISA warrant. They go, look, this is all in the media. Mm-hmm. So you know, we got all these sources reporting mm-hmm. it. Right. We've got the dossier. Maybe you know, we we're gonna package all this together. They created their own news story to use as evidence. Well, here's where it may get dicey, and hopefully, yep. we'll get Fox and NBC to both admit this. People behind the scenes are saying that there's a late 2016 email chain that does indicate that Comey told the, the Bureau's subordinates that Brennan insisted the dossier be included in the intelligence community's assessment on Russian interference known as the ICA. That email chain has not been made public, but they say it will be. Brennan, Brennan is up to his neck in this. Mm-hmm. Yep. And why in the world this guy ever got the job he had? He was a former communist, Rick. I know. We took somebody who was a former card-toting communist and put them in charge of our intelligence. I I don't know how that ever gets by. I mean, I know people change, but there's some things you go, you know what, that just disqualifies you. Bubba, I'm afraid that this this dossier was brought into false pretense. (laughs) I say, Belvedere. Our nation, boys, we can see it. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was all. Look. I'm afraid, Greg, somebody, there's been some placation. Oh. <laughs> they created their own news event and then used it as evidence. Yeah, yep, so. We'll see. Aha. Uh-huh. There's the update. Uh-huh. And there's, uh-huh. there's two things. Other. 15 minutes to the top. I want to know what they knew, Rick. <laughs> and I want to know when they knew it. Well, That's take it. your glasses off and make it, make it count. <laughs> 866-WE-BE-BIG. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is nine minutes now to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, we're back. Somebody sing that. Daddy was a preacher. She was a wife. Just trying to make the world a little better, you know. Shine a light. People started talking. Just to hit on boys. Those people try to accuse my father. Said he made the wrong choice. And though it might be painful. You know the time will always tell But those people have long since gone But my father never fails Come on Even when the rain falls Even when the floods start rising Even when the storms come Everybody sing it Well I am washed by the water Uh, By request, uh, need to breathe Washed by the water 
right, as uh, we make our way back, uh, Bubba, let me ask you this. When was the last time your family sat around the table and had dinner together? Well, we did this week, but, um, you know, we, we're getting away from it, and I don't like it. I know that's something we need to do, and I like that, but yeah. it's, uh, you know, schedules are tough now. Well, last night it was interesting because, like all of us, uh, my wife is really big that we get around the table and have dinner together. Now, now when you know when this next one graduates, if your kids are gone, it's just you and your <laughs> wife. Uh, but anyway, but when they're home, uh, try to get everybody around the table. My wife and I have dinner together quite often. But uh, when you try to get everybody together, it was one of those things yesterday. So you come home and it ties into this study. And my wife and I were, were running, doing a bunch of stuff. We went down to the farm yesterday. We're getting some work done down there. And. You know, just everybody down there is in morbid fear that we nothing can get started down there until, you know, little sergeant, my wife, gets down there. I don't do anything. I mean, I, I, we won't make a move. I mean, Gary's terrified of her. Everybody is. And so I, had, I said, Sherry, until you come down and say yes, yes, no, that goes. This, I said, we're, we're stalled. Mm-hmm. So, so, so I went and picked her up after work. We went down there and, and, and did a little tour and, and walked around. And, and so we came back, and then we started running a few little things. We graduation. We got one graduating this weekend. Had to do that. She says, going by. We're going by the butcher shop. We love New York butcher shop. We're going to pick up our famous pork chops. You're going to grill them for us. We're going to go home. And so we went home, and the boys were laying out by the pool. Uh, my youngest son's girlfriend was there, and, and my wife announces, everybody, this is what we're doing. Hmm. And, of course, you get the first, oh, I I really woke up today craving some restaurant, and and I and I said uh, and I'm like oh easy, and uh, no we're gonna have dinner right here we're gonna have dinner right here on the porch it's because you see we can feel in Alabama right now we don't have the humidity but we know it's coming oh, oh yeah so, yeah and yeah. It, and it may be just literally a day away tomorrow we're jumping yeah. up to ninety tomorrow eighty nine ninety okay mm-hmm. so so it's getting away from us right 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 now we're still in the low eighties we don't have any humidity. And we're having a good time, but 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 today it's going to get mid eighties. Tomorrow it's going to be upper eighties, and you know, and, and so we we all know that our eating outside time is getting away from us, mm-hmm. it, unless you just want to get out there and sweat. Okay, yeah. So see you again in October. So we uh, we do this. So and you know, and I'm, I always stand off in in the wings, and I see how it goes, and I realize that we're we're about to this is about to escalate. Okay, and so because then the ridiculous statement was made. Uh, in sunglasses, sitting in a chair by the pool with, with you know, with the, uh, sunning like he likes it, big love right there. And, and there was even one suggestion, Dad, what do you think about you going to get me this? Brilliant. And, and then I'll eat that because what y'all are cooking I don't like, and then we'll all have dinner together. And I just thought to him, I said, I just want to make something perfectly clear. <laughs> yeah. I got to make something. Per- I've been I've been running all over this whole state with your mother today, and if anybody here thinks I'm leaving, go get food. When I have food in my hand, you have completely. I mean, I, we need to get you help. I mean, because the, for you to let that enter your mind and you not kick it right out, right. for you to entertain it, and I said, this is the ruling. We will eat at this table. I will be serving these pork chops. Your mama will be making a side, and we will be eating at this table. If anyone desires to eat anything other than what I cook, you will get in your car and you will drive to this place and you will spend your money and you'll bring it back and sit down with us. <laughs> or you can just make toast. That's right. And that was the ruling, wasn't it, Big Love? That was the ruling. <laughs> Campbell's and, uh, soup. So we had we actually had dinner together last night. There so you go. Good. You had to call it. Right. And then it's funny because the, the little girlfriend ate with us, and of course, you know, she's she's getting where she can actually she can handle the barbs and going back and forth and me always cutting up mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff and 
you know, she knew that I would ask, you know, now that you're sitting here, I'd like to know your intentions with our son. You know, and Sherry's like, please don't do this. Don't listen to him. Don't let him do this to you. So, so anyway, um, but there's a survey out, Bubba, that says, to your point, this is not happening a lot. I know, and I think that's one of the problems with our society. It is. That's why we got a bunch of idiots. You know, remember James James Gregory was was ahead of, of of his time when he said, really, when we moved from the front porch to the back deck, things started coming apart. Yeah, mm-hmm. it really. You know, did. he said Opie never had a deck. No. Yeah. You know, and so, but, you know, I don't know why we all decided we'd go hide in the backyard. We used to sit up there in the front, and you'd, you'd somebody go by, hey, what's on, Billy? Yeah. yeah. You know, and uh, so um, they said now that we're down to a very low percentage of people, 72%. Well, saying? 72% of us ate at the table oh, with their family up. when we were kids, but oh, that's oh, down wow. to 48% yeah. today. Because I thought 72 was high. Well, Rick, it is high because yeah. that's not what it is anymore. Right. 72% of us, this was our norm. Right. But today, these same people only do it 48% of the time. Right. And that is the downfall of society, <laughs> my is. friends. It and, is. It, and it says 30% eat on the couch, 17% eat in the bed. You people, well, I'll be honest with you guys, and I look and, in the bed. And this may I may be part of the downfall of society, but yeah. we 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 may very well eat in the same room, but we never sit at the table. Mm. We yeah, don't. We, we, we have, don't. We, we just don't. We I, have we like little don't. bar stools and stuff. So I guess that that's our new table where yeah. we're all sitting there. We're sitting together, and sometimes because of the layout, one of us might move over me to the couch or stand up and eat with everybody but but as far as sitting we're once at a, a table, week we're I do once that. a week at the table I guess that's our table we and do that too but room, I like rest the table the better we're, too. we're at the table if everybody I'm talking about, now first of all you have to say is everybody here <clears throat> yeah so if yeah. Every, if, every, yeah, if every, that's a problem yeah, if everybody's here we will eat at the table probably 3 days a week then the other 3 that's strong. then the other 2 or to three, we'll eat. Like you just said, we have a, a, a island in the kitchen. Yeah, and it has stools next to right. it, and yeah. people will go down that island mm-hmm. and be eating while somebody may be standing yeah. on the other side eating. And then we have our then we have like one day, maybe two, that people just scatter, and you yeah, just you eat, you eat at a restaurant or you eat somewhere else. We got one eating at seven, one eating at five. I'm eating at four thirty or five. Yeah, because it's all different schedules. Everybody's at different places. But to Bubba's point and your point, we're all admitting yeah. this. But the nights when you find out yeah. what's going on with your family, yeah, is when you all sit down and either mom or daddy or a combination of both, like last night, make dinner yep. at home, and and it, and you go, here's the table. Everybody sit down. Things are going on the table. Silverware is on the table. Everybody's sitting there, and you start talking to each other while you eat. Yeah. And they're saying we're down to 48% of people who, who do that. And only 20% in the survey said they cook every single day. I think the number's actually lower. No, I think there's people saying they're just trying to be sharp yeah. and that they actually do it. Yeah. yeah. Look, let's not, now you're asking for you're asking for something. Every day you're going to cook? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's top of the hour. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick.